commence primary ignition. Primary ignition. This is the way. This is the way. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. What is up, all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there? And welcome back to yet again another episode of Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller. And this episode is coming to you a little bit earlier than normal. Uh, I am off for Veterans Day. So obviously, a huge thank you and appreciation to all of the veterans out there and for all of your service that you have provided for our country we're so thankful for that. But speaking of Veterans Day, like I said, have the day off. So we recorded our episode for Mando Talk this week a little bit earlier, and we're going to get it to you a little bit earlier because we got to focus on Disney Plus Day coverage uh, tomorrow on Friday, November 12th. And we'll exclusively do that on YouTube, but that's going to be from myself. And it's also going to be from DJ and DJ is back this week at Rebel Scum Texan. What's up, DJ? Glad to be here as always. Of course, shout out, like you said, to our veterans. We're so very thankful to live in a country where we can celebrate um, those those who fought and died for the freedom we have here in this in this country, and also other countries who also celebrate uh, Veterans Day in one form uh, or another. So we thank you for your service. But as you said, we're here to talk about Star Wars, and we've got a lot of good stuff today. So I won't keep us. Just let it. Let's get going. I'm ready yeah, to, there ready you to go. Just jump on in. There you go. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start talking about our Star Wars news. So let's get to it. Yes. Disney Plus Day is, in fact, tomorrow as we are recording. And to start the show, you know, we wanted to discuss Disney Plus Day a little bit more. Last week, we kind of gave our predictions a little bit, uh, but we are now less than 24 hours away from that day so here's a few things on my mind currently obviously uh i think that's probably the main thing that a lot of the star wars fan base is thinking about right now and you can catch out mando talk catch out check out mando talk on twitter at mando talk and i sent out this tweet practice the mindset of cautiously optimistic over the next 24 hours folks disney plus day has great potential for star wars content but high expectations is the mind killer subtle reference to dune there by the way but that's kind of where i'm at mentally right now i know that we've got like star wars newsnet for example a very reliable source telling us to expect some certain things tomorrow but for me as always you know lucasfilm can always quickly change their minds and switch up things and decide not to hit play on a trailer for everybody I think there's potential for that. So I'm going to go in cautiously optimistic. I think we're going to get some things. Hopefully we get a Kenobi trailer. That's what I'm really, really itching for. But that's kind of where I'm at with Disney Plus Day. What about you, DJ? Where are you at? I replied to said tweet. Yeah. And borrowed a phrase from TikTok and said, consider my mind unalived. Um, because at this point, it, it I can't help but be expect my expectations are very high let me just leave it at that I, okay. I am expecting man just a lot i mean i'm expecting a buffet mm. and 
And um, I know it's dangerous during post a post pandemic world, but I'm expecting <laughs> a buffet of just content. And I will be honest with you. I think I'll be a little upset if uh, we don't get a ton of stuff tomorrow. Mm. I mean, um, I expect I wake, you know, I, I get up fairly early most days. I plan on getting up pretty early tomorrow, not because it's Disney Plus Day. I got stuff to do uh, yeah. besides that. But at the same time, I expect to wake up and see all kinds of things trending. And mm -hmm. if I don't, I'm going to be a little bit bummed out. I'll just be real honest. Um, I just want I want to hear about everything that's coming. And they've been building up Disney Plus Day for like months now. And they yeah. being Disney. Uh -huh. So if we don't get some stuff and they've been building it up and it turns out to be this huge flop. Sure. I'm going to be upset, you know. Hmm. I think for gonna, me. I'm not going to go rage tweet or anything, but sure, 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 know, sure. Go, yeah, go ahead, though. I think for me, the thing that I really want the most, if I'm being completely honest, is just release dates. I want to know what next year is going to look like. I want them to come out and say, OK, at this time, we are getting Kenobi. We are getting Bad Batch season two. We are getting Andor. We are getting Mando three. Like, I want them to to set those dates and go ahead and make me feel, OK, we're locked in. We're loaded. They have a plan for next year fully fledged out and we know it as a fan base that would give that would calm my nerves if i'm being completely honest as if they gave us those dates but like i said kenobi teaser would be very nice would well, be very nice i think that's the cream of the crop that's what everybody expects to happen uh -huh. you know um and dates are fine you know I, i'll be happy if we get dates you know yeah but if we don't get like I'll just, if we don't get the Kenobi trailer, I'll be upset. It's done being filmed. It's been done being filmed. Sure, I, sure. I want to see that hybrid makeup, Ewan McGregor, uh -huh. Guinness. You know, I want to see what they've come up with. And Fair uh, enough. No matter, they come up, <laughs> no matter what they come up with, I'll, I'll be excited, you know. But there you go. We'll, well I'm excited we'll for the day regardless. I know we're getting that under the helmet thing for Boba Fett. I can't remember exactly the title. It's supposed to be coming on Disney+. Plus. I'm assuming first thing tomorrow, uh, and I'm sure we'll check that out, and I'm sure we'll probably discuss that next Thursday when we do our topic focused on Boba Fett on next Thursday's episode of Mando Talk, but we will, me and DJ have planned, if they do drop trailers, of course, we will be reacting to said trailers, and again, that's probably YouTube-exclusive content. Uh, since you want to see and hear all the things that we react to. Uh, so sub subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't. We would greatly appreciate it. Okay. Any other things you want to say about Disney Plus, DJ? Disney let's Plus roll. Day. Let's roll. All right. Let's roll. DJ, why don't you kick us off with the first news piece of the week? All right. Rogue Squadron. The, in my opinion, a highly anticipated uh, movie. But Rogue Squadron production has officially been delayed following mm. a source from the hollywood uh, or not a source from the hollywood reporter if the source is the hollywood reporter <laughs> uh just read that wrong that's on me but uh here's a quote from that article it says rogue squadron the star wars feature project due to be directed by wonder woman filmmaker patty jenkins has been caught in the tractor beam and will take a little longer to make it to the big screen jenkins and writer matthew robinson have been developing Squadron for Lucasfilm for over a year with the goal of starting production in 2022. It was to have gone into pre-production by the end of this year. However, sources say the producers and filmmaking team came to the realization that Jenkins' schedule and other commitments wouldn't allow 
for the window needed to make the movie in 2022. Um, it initially had a release date of December 22nd, 2023. And while that currently remains in place, dates, of course, can be shifted. So, um, Caleb, I know that you have a very passionate opinion about the these behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go with issues. I'll say issues, and I'll, yes. I'll use that a little lightly because I don't I don't want to go full blown. This is an issue just uh -huh. yet. But like I said, I know you have a great opinion on this and i mm -hmm. do mean that it is a good opinion i think our listeners need to hear from you and then we'll you we can shove it back over here to me if, if sure if we need to. <laughs> well i i have to admit i am kind of bummed about this and i think my opinion is mostly negative uh i'm just kind of to the point where all of these behind the scene issues at lucasfilm with star wars movies is getting very old um it happened with solo initially with lord and miller directing and then they have quote-unquote creative differences that make them leave that project uh i think it happened again with colin trevorrow but they ended up using the excuse of his most recent film bombing and so they were like okay he's off the project i just feel like these scheduling issues that is currently the current of what they're saying issues for why this is being delayed I don't know if I buy that. This is stuff that as a company, you have to vet out. Like you have to plan and understand what Patty Jenkins has got going on. We know that she has Wonder Woman 3. I'm sure that was a prior commitment. There is that apparently there's a series going on that Patty Jenkins is involved with, with the Wonder Woman franchise as well over at HBO Max. That is something, again, to my understanding, was a prior arrangement. So this whole idea of scheduling conflict with Patty Jenkins is throwing me off. Like, this is something I feel like they, they should have known. And I feel like they do. And they did know. And I have a personal opinion. This is total speculation. No inside sources. No articles. No rumors. Nothing to indicate this. This is my personal opinion. I think we have creative differences going on. I think Patty Jenkins wants maybe more control over the story. And Kathleen Kennedy, like in the past, has certain things that she wants to have happen or whoever. I don't know if it's Kathleen Kennedy or not, but we know Kathleen Ke at this point. Right. We know Kathleen Kennedy was a big part with the Lord and Miller exit as far as solo goes. So I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. I know it's negative. I don't like to be negative, but that's kind of where I'm at with this Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron thing. I don't buy the scheduling conflict issue. I have a feeling it's really more so, okay, we've got creative things that we've got to flesh out. We need more, more time on. And I believe there was online reports and rumors of uh, script issues that they were having to rework. So I think there's a there's multiple different things going on behind the scenes. I'm not quite to the point where I feel like, oh, this is another project that we're never going to see. I still think we're going to see it in some form. But I, I'm just being super negative. I'm going dark side right now. Going dark side. DJ, what, what do you have to say? What do you have to say? I'm, I'm not so far dark side as you are, I think, at this point. Um, uh -huh. I, I don't know um, totally how I feel about this just yet. I've been sitting on it for a few days trying to figure out exactly how I feel about it. And I've definitely... I think more sad mm. or, or maybe melancholy. I don't know. Just some kind yeah. of, I don't want to say I'm like boohooing because I'm not, I'm just like, it, it's never fun to hear about 
behind the scenes issues, especially on projects that you really care about. And right. I, I think that Patty Jenkins is a phenomenal director. Um, yes. Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 2. I think the problems with Wonder Woman 2 weren't Patty Jenkins' uh, problem. That was actually issues created by Warner Brothers. And I, I think that that has a lot to do with the whole um, Justice League, Snyderverse type of issues, too. Um, that's maybe more personal. That could be an opinion that I'm sure is shared by a lot of people. But at the same time, I don't think that this is something that is Patty Jenkins' fault. I, mm. I, as much as I care about Lucasfilm and the projects they've put out from Star Wars to Indie to Willow to Red Tails, if anybody remembers that one, um, all of these different projects I, I deeply care about. And yeah. I'm starting to realize, I think, as a lot of people may have up to this point, that a lot there's issues at Lucasfilm. And whoever the cause may be, um, is really hearsay. I don't want to say sure. it's it's Kathy's fault. I don't want to say it's Filoni's fault even. I mean, yeah. you know, a lot of people will stand by, hey, this is Filoni should have the reins or whatever. You know, a lot of people will say things like that. And I don't think there's any problem talking about those possibilities. I just don't I don't want to ever get to a point where I'm full on bashing, you know, people because let's face it, these decisions aren't easy to make. Um so as far as the whole thing goes, I don't, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you that I don't think this is just totally gone. It's not mm -hmm. been wiped. The slate's not been wiped clean, so to speak, um, because we haven't found anything out about that. You know, we mm -hmm. have to hear from somebody say, hey, you know, we're not doing this. And if they say they're not doing it, OK, they're not going to they're not going to go forward with it. And that's a bummer because that little tease we had that got released last Dude, year of yes. Patty on the tarmac with that X-Wing was incredible. Yes, it and, was. And her passion, you could tell in her voice, talking about, I think her dad was a, a fighter pilot or her yes. grandfather or somebody in her family. So even she's having to deal with that on Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of a bummer to hear about that. So I, I don't want to say that, you know, it's anything more than what it is. But at mm -hmm. the same time, you're kind of, I think, onto something. They're not going to go into a project without having – talked out some details worked with agents and and publicists and you know a pr team and all, all that all that fun stuff you know yeah. I, I don't see patty jenkins or kathy kennedy making such an unwise move they're sure. two they're two very competent filmmakers who have been in the business a long time just doesn't make sense that that would be the case so um i don't think it's that i do think it's something else but i also think you know if it, it if it comes down the line when it's supposed to, great. If not, it, it, more time to work on it. You know, it's yeah. My, my full no, it, right and now. I agree as far as like if there are, in fact, creative differences, like I'm totally speculating, by the way, buying some more time right. with that is better than trying to rush it. Uh, so I want to make that clear. Second thing I want to make clear is by any means, if you're listening, do not think that I, this is me going after Kathleen Kennedy. I'm not one of those that that feels like I should blame everything on Kathleen Kennedy when I can. I can, I can vouch for that. On, she's on your end. I think she's incredible. I think you cannot tell the story of all of these incredible Hollywood films without Kathleen Kennedy. So she gets nothing but positive reviews for me. I just think this is one of those things that behind the scenes Maybe she's just it's just not one of her strong suits as far as making sure all the things are planned accordingly. If, in fact, it is scheduling issues. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion, though. But I got nothing but love and respect for her. And you mentioned the uh, 
oh, the uh, announcement video that they made right. of Patty Jenkins, you know, out there with the X-Wing fighter yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, I feel like that is even more proof in the pudding that everything was planned out perfectly and they were fully committed to this thing coming out in 2023. But for some reason, here we are not getting it prop. And again, Hollywood Reporter here, it says it has a release date of December 22nd, 2023. And while that currently remains in place, dates can always shift. So we're currently supposed to assume that it's still coming out at the same time. I don't think it's going to be coming out at the same time, though, personally. I I don't know, because, you know, Star Wars can be produced quickly. Sure. Okay. We saw that with ev- literally every Disney movie that's come out. Not Disney, I mean, Disney Star Wars movie. We've seen how quickly those things can come out. Um, but let's kind of take this into consideration. Rise of Skywalker was 2019. We are now at the end of 2021. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's two years ago. And she's been working on this thing for over a year. Patty Jenkins has. So right. she started on this in 2020. For this to have been said right now that there are some sort of commitments that have gotten in the way, uh-huh. it, that's I think it's a weak excuse, don't get me wrong, but we still have all of 2022 and all of 2023. I very And again, remember, Rise of Skywalker ended 2019. She started on this thing probably during the pandemic, you know, writing or something, you know, some sort of producing. Now we're into the end of 2021 it's very likely that this movie could still come out in 2023 unless we Mm -hmm. just totally missed a news article that said the date shifted. And I don't think we have, I don't think we have. And so with that being the case, I, I still think it could come out. Okay. 2023. I I don't see why not, you know, they're going to stick to those December dates. They like those December dates because and and it coincides with all that, the the holiday season. So I don't see why they would move from that unless they push it to 2024, but I'm pretty sure, sure an Avatar movie comes out that year. I think so. I don't think, I don't think they want to split the difference there and and, no. and, and kind of compete against themselves. Disney, that is. So no. I'm going to go ahead and for right now until otherwise disproven, they're going to stick with the 2023 release. Okay. No, I like it. I like that we're on different opinions on that. I just have a feeling. I have a feeling that we're eventually going to get a new release date for it. And I think that, you know, there's a certain degree to that, you know, feeling that is warranted. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for now, I don't agree with the, the date change. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Those of you out there, what do you think of this delay of Rogue Squadron directed by Patty Jenkins, written by Patty Jenkins, produced, I'm assuming, slightly by Patty Jenkins, a Patty Jenkins film. What do you think about Rogue Squadron getting delayed? Shout out to Blue Harvest Bricks. He's in the live chat. He said, hey, guys, happy to see you live at a reasonable hour in the UK. That's right. (laughs) We did this just for you, man. We did this just for you. Okay. If it's a if it's a reasonable hour in the UK, then you need to be sharing this link with all of your other reasonably hey, hour UK friends. You there you know? go. We're you we're go. pro UK here at Mando Talk. Yeah, we are. University I of Kentucky, it. go Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something about fish and chips and how I visited <laughs> London one time, but <laughs> whatever. We'll just move on. <laughs> all right. Let's go to our next news piece here. Uh Chloe Zhao. You know her. You've come to, to know her. She just directed Eternals. I don't know if you've heard of that film, by the way. If you have seen Eternals, go check out mine and DJ's spoiler review of Eternals. And also, if you haven't seen Eternals, 
go see my initial non-spoiler reaction out of theater, and maybe that'll convince you to go see it or not go see it. Anyway, Chloe Zhao. She is rumored to be directing Kevin Feige's produced Star Wars film. And the source on this one is One Take News. Now, that is a source that I personally don't think I have come across ever since I've started Mando Talk and started reporting news pieces. I don't think we, we go through a lot of different articles and sources, but I don't feel like One Take News is something that's ever rolled off the tongue on air, at least. So could be legit, could not be so legit, who knows? But regardless, I think it kind of lines up with what's been going on recently because Chloe Zhao in interviews has kind of talked about her interest in getting into Star Wars. It would certainly make sense with how much Kevin Feige has hyped up Chloe Zhao after directing Marvel's Eternals that he would want her to come on board for his Star Wars film. And even in Eternals, there's a couple of instances, and I won't you know, give spoilers, there's a couple of background or side pieces, Easter eggs of Star Wars popping up in that film. Uh, so I think she's even playing her hand a little bit, saying, hey, I like Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Feige, bring me on board. I would love to do it. Uh, DJ, after you got this news or this rumor that Chloe Zhao will be in or directing, sorry, excuse me, directing Kevin Feige's produced Star Wars film, what were your thoughts? Is it OK if I tell a short story with, with this I, I, real quick? I was take it away at, I was at um, something down here. I don't know if it's everywhere, but um, I've seen you, you've seen videos of things like Top Golf. Um, you know the jo- driving range that tracks your shot and you hit into the big nets, all that fun stuff. I was actually at Top Golf on Tuesday, and I grabbed my phone for like just a second and checked Twitter, and I saw that that was rumored and announced or whatever. And I was kind of by myself, and I was with a group of people, and like there's like two maybe Star Wars fans in that group. And so I went to those two people and I was like, uh, Chloe Zhao, director of Eternals, is rumored to be doing the next Star Wars movie with Kevin Feige. And they were kind of like, okay. And I was like, nobody's freaking out with me about this right now. And so for me, here's the thing. I, I stand by what I said about Eternals in our spoiler review. Mm-hmm. I stand by that it wasn't my favorite Marvel movie, but it was a good movie. And yeah. the way she directed that movie I would love to see that directorial um, uh, style in Star Wars and the visual skate. I don't even know what to call it. Just the the way the movie was filmed. I want to see that in Star Wars. It's it's very similar style to Christopher Nolan, if I'm being honest. And going to Dune, uh, it was very similar in style to how Denis Villeneuve did Dune. So at least that's how I see it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that the scope that she could bring to star Wars is great. So for me, I had to freak out on my own very silently for like two hours. And then, and then I revisited the news later on in the day and was like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we're, 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 this is a possibility. It makes all the sense in the world. And this very easily could just be somebody throwing out an idea and it's been totally misconstrued, but I don't think that's the case. I think this is a solid rumor that we can actually run with. I think that this is something that could come to fruition. If not yeah. with a film, let her direct an episode of Book of Boba Fett mm. or Ahsoka mm. or Mandalorian. You know, I not Kenobi, that one's done. But like, you know what I'm saying? We could see somebody like her jumping in to 
TV as far as Star Wars goes very easily. I mean, Dallas Bryce Howard directed Mandalorian and she killed it. You know, uh-huh. Bryce Dallas Howard. You said Dallas Bryce. Oh, my bad. My bad. Bryce Dallas Howard. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> it's the Texas in me. Dallas has to sure. come out first, No, sure, okay. sure. But Bryce Dallas Howard, she did that, killed it. And I mentioned her specifically because she was kind of brand new to directing. And she has two episodes in two different seasons that are really polar opposites in style. And I mm-hmm. think that Chloe Zhao can very easily jump in and be another Bryce Dallas Howard um, kind of type of director within a Star Wars scape. And so sure. I, I think I think that this is good news. I think this is fantastic news. And I'll, I'll say this. All Star Wars news is good news, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Even if it's bad news. OK, because <laughs> then it gives us something more to think about and speculate about and talk about. So I'm all for any kind of news that that brings us closer to a new Star Wars project. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'll just add this. And this is no disrespect to who you mentioned, Bryce Dallas Howard, incredible director. Love her directing in The Mandalorian. Chloe Zhao, though, and this is something, correct me if I'm wrong, if this is not the case. Chloe Zhao, if she were to direct Kevin Feige's produced Star Wars film, Chloe Zhao would be the only Academy Award winning best director to ever direct a star wars film yes but um yeah but she wouldn't be the first who'd been nominated sure but we're talking about a winner here she would be to my knowledge let me think we've got obviously lucas he's never won one right he didn't win one for that richard marquand he didn't win one for jedi ryan johnson has not won an Academy Award. Not to my knowledge. He, but I think he was nominated for Knives Correct. Out. I think so. JJ hasn't. So, no, I don't think. Yeah, I think you'd be right to say right. that. I okay. had to work through it really quick. Yeah, yeah. Bad, but, no, I'm know. glad you did because I, I was trying to as well, and I didn't yeah. think that one of them was. But so, again, I don't think so. all respect to Bryce Dallas Howard. You're correct. It would be really cool. But this would be a massive deal. And the reason why I think it's so massive is because – of that title that would go with it. This would be the very first time in Star Wars history that with the trailer, they could say from Academy Award winning director, Chloe Zhao, Star Wars, whatever. I think that's massive because obviously we'll be there as Star Wars fans will be there. But there's some people that just go to enjoy cinema because they like film making. And when they see that, when they see Academy Award winning Oscar nominated, Oscar winning best director, best picture, Chloe Zhao, that's a big deal. That gets people to go that maybe wouldn't go. So again, no disrespect to other people, but this is massive in my opinion. So Ryan Johnson has won uh, in an Academy Award, but it was for best original screenplay. Okay, there you go. in In 2020. And that had to have been for Knives Out, which... Yes, it was. Yes, if 2020. Seen, yeah. If you're listening to this, you haven't seen Knives Out. What are you doing? That's a fantastic movie. Right. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. And I'll and because it's Star Wars. Let me tie it back to Star Wars real quick. Sure. Ryan, I've said this on Mando Talk. I think Ryan Johnson. This is totally a big light shift from our show notes, but it'd just be a second. Um, I think Ryan. We're talking about the Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You can't. We can't do that. No, um, I think that he made a great Ryan Johnson film. I don't think he uh-huh. made the best Star Wars film. 
Um, if you look at his a couple of his other movies, Looper being a fantastic one and Knives Out also being fantastic. If you watch those two movies and then go watch Last Jedi, you'll see very quickly. Uh, this is a Ryan Johnson film. This is not a yeah. Star Wars film. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of um, get off the, the rails and realize that. So all that being said, going back to Chloe Zhao, let me tie it back to our actual discussion. <laughs> yeah, Academy Award winning director Chloe Zhao on the trailer, if they even do that. Right. You know, throw that out there. Let us see that on the on the big screen. Uh, and I, I'm floored. I'm floored by it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And I think you're right, too, that she would bring something pretty beautiful to film uh some cinematic cinematically cinema cinematography cinematography. that's the word i'm looking for there you go hey it's early it's early for us here at mando talk we already talked about that (laughs) but anyway it's in the wee hours yeah yeah (laughs) i love this this rumor currently it is just a rumor right but the kevin feige produced film is stacking up to be pretty awesome because uh, Michael Waldron, the writer yeah, of Loki, yeah. is supposed to be the writer for the Star Wars I film. I forgot about that. Obviously, Feige's producing. Mm-hmm. And if you put Chloe Zhao on top of that to finalize the script and do her own like filmmaking things, mm-hmm. sign me up. I think we got great was things to come. The writer of that, again, was who? Michael Waldron. Michael Waldron. Is he, has he ever been nominated for anything? Or is what has hmm. he done? Do we know? Do we have well, Loki idea? for sure. Okay, did he write the whole Loki series? I believe he did. Oh wow! Okay, we are on the yeah, fly. I'm, we are officially I'm, off the notes. I have no clue. No clue what I, we're talking about. <laughs> it's okay. I, it's okay if that's the case. But if he wrote Loki primarily, and you he wrote Loki, to, okay, and he wrote Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which we haven't seen yet. So we'll right. have to see on but that that's one. Stack, but that's stacking up to be a fantastic movie too. So is it? Yes, it is. The fact yes, that we've is. got this one might be the the most Marvel Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> Think so. <laughs> when it's all when it's all said and done. And admittedly, okay. that probably worries some people. Doesn't worry me. It doesn't worry me either. Marvel knows how to keep things um, in the continuity, and I'm not saying Star Wars doesn't because Star Wars has done a really good job of maintaining the continuity, in my opinion. Yeah, but, uh, I know. I know others would disagree, but with that being said, continue that continuity with Kevin Feige at the helm. In in one respect, yeah, that's beautiful. Good soup. Good, good, soup. Soup. good soup. Anyway, those of you out there, let us know what you think of Chloe Zhao potentially directing Kevin Feige's produced film. I think obviously here it sounds like it's just nothing but great news in our opinion. But you let us know what you think, DJ. What's our next news piece? next news piece i I know you're excited about this one comes to us via (laughs) possibly the greatest star wars character (laughs) cassian andor my dude he's been in this fight since he was six years old there's old disney reveals that andor will release during their their fiscal quarter four q4 2022 which runs from July 1st to September 30th. My dude, I cannot tell you how excited I am to know that Andor is coming as quickly as it is. I have to my right a K2SO Funko Pop, a Cassian Andor Funko Pop, and I have a Disney Elite Cassian Andor series sitting just over yonder on my TV stand. So the fact that... 
over yonder yes that is that is a southern word if there ever was one i i am floored by this news i'm just going to talk about this for a second and then i'll hand it over to caleb and oh brandon anderson aka ba says boo to the last jedi not a surprise there at all ba brother ba how is it going, my man? Why, why How is it going? He, why am I on this show? Why isn't he on this show? I, that's what I have to say. <laughs> no, B.A., we got we got to get you on here soon, man. Petition to have B.A. on the show from now on. Just I'll, <laughs> I'll step back. B.A. can jump in. <laughs> back to Andor. Cassie and Andor is the greatest character in, in modern, I think, Disney era Star Wars. Um, he represents so much. To me as a fan, he represents so much to the rebellion. The guy he in Diego Luna is just a, an incredible person. He's just an, an awesome guy, so down to earth, so kind. Um, and I remember watching him do an interview. I think it was with Ellen years ago, whenever it was announced he was going to be in Rogue One. And he he was so excited. He goes, I think I'm the first Mexican in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And at first leading role played by a, a Mexican. And I, I thought that was incredible. I didn't know that at the time. And he, when he said that, I was like, that's awesome that he could be one of the first leading um, from his nation in a star Wars movie. And he's just, he's a star Wars fan. He said how badly he wants to um, be in the room with Jabba the Hutt, which I think we will see in Andor. just saying, I have no connection for that at all. I just think it's going to happen, but this is exciting for me. It means that next year, during the time of year that's my birthday, I get to watch some Andor. That that means a lot to me as a fan of Andor. He's my favorite Star Wars character even now. Um, it, it hasn't changed, and I hope it doesn't because I love him so much. I, I love his character so much. And I'm excited for this show for what it's supposed to bring and what it's been rumored to bring and what they've even said it's going to bring. And so even tomorrow, I'm hoping we get a trailer for Cassian with this yeah. plus day. Caleb, what do you have to say about this reveal for quarter four? Well, it's certainly exciting for me. I think, and we were kind of messaging about this off air, that release period. And again, this isn't like when the show is going to run. It's not saying that the show is running all the way from July 1st, all the way to September 30th. It's just say it would be awesome. It is just saying essentially in this report uh, that it's going to like, it's going to release at some point in that window. We were talking off air through message uh, saying that that sounds perfect, honestly. Because if we think about it, we still have get Mandalorian. I guess the Mandalorian season three would essentially be quarter one then for Disney's fiscal year of 2023. Uh, so I think that kind of fits our theorizing that we've been doing recently as far as when are we finally going to get season three of the Mandalorian. But we're talking about Cassie and Andor right now. Super excited for this window. I don't really know how else to add to the window other than I think it's going to fit perfectly in between Kenobi and Mando season three and somewhere they're going to fit in uh, Bad Batch season two. Don't know where we will see, but I'm excited and hopefully tomorrow we learn more. And like I said earlier in the show, hopefully we get a release date, an exact date since they're out here telling us the window of when it's going to be coming in. That's just my opinion, though, and hopefully we get more than a sizzle reel. I think that's what Star Wars Newsnet reported, yeah, that it's rumored that, that Andor would get yet again another sizzle reel. Come on. Give me something else. I don't, I don't want a sizzle reel. I'll say that. Um, I, I want a full-blown trailer, and they've got to have 
something they can, even if it's just thrown together. Look at the original Star Wars 1977 first trailer. It was just thrown together, mm-hmm. you know? And people still go nuts over that thing today. And, and <laughs> people went nuts over it back in the day. So I'm okay if it's just a hodgepodge. I don't mind if there's green screen randomly in the background. I just want a full trailer. I just sure. need, I, I don't need, well, I do need to see it if I'm being real honest. I, I want to see it so so bad. I don't want to, don't necessarily want to see real, but that being said, I'll take what I what I can get, and and I won't hopefully throw a fit over it. Take what um, you can and give nothing back. Great lessons a, from uh, Jack Sparrow. Pirates of the Caribbean, right there. <laughs> um, also, as far as the date is concerned and when it released, I kind of mm-hmm. quickly I'm I'm maybe comparing apples to oranges here, but I went ahead and just decided real quickly I was going to Google when those Marvel shows all aired this last year. And Loki aired in June, and I think What If followed it up in, like, August, if, I'm, if I remember right. Um, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but I guess it was August when it kind of yeah. started rolling. Yeah, it was. Um, that I would say that we'll get Cassie in in August, and, and around that time of year, you know, because we'll have – and Kenobi is – and this is a question Blue Harvest Bricks asked in the chat, but he asked, do we have a timeline for Kenobi? Last I heard, Kenobi's supposed to release in, like, February. Yeah. I think we'll be getting Kenobi pretty early on in the year. Yeah, And I think that's why we're going to get a trailer tomorrow, you know, because we're supposed to get it earlier, early in the year. I know that they kind of waited until the month before to give us a trailer for like book of Boba, for example. Um, I don't think they'll do that with Kenobi because they know how badly fans want that trailer. So maybe, maybe we'll see how that, how that goes down. Um, tomorrow as far as yeah. timeline things go so maybe and again you said you wanted dates for all these upcoming projects we'll probably get a release date for andor tomorrow so it's it's all it's all going to be out there tomorrow uh force willing so force willing force there you willing. go <laughs> <laughs> something else kind of that just came to mind too is you mentioned marvel came came to my mind with this the news that miss marvel another marvel show was going to be coming out in q4 as well so i do think we are officially crossing into that time when marvel and star wars projects are releasing at the same time on disney plus as of next year i think that's going to start happening we'll see what that causes as far as i don't know i'm thinking like views and numbers and how well received shows are getting we'll see though i think with that though there's a really good chance that they'll they'll have the top banner on disney plus it'll say Mm -hmm. marvel across the top and then the second one as it scrolls by, will be like Andor, for example. Sure. So I think that it'll be, oh, there's this new Star Wars thing. You know, I've been sleeping on Star Wars. Oh, I remember Rogue One. Let me, oh, I had that Darth Vader scene. Let me see what this show's like. Click. Mm. And it could be one of those things. I, I have, it's hard for me to p- take my mind away from Star Wars and put it into somebody who's not seen sure. Star Wars because it's so ingrained. It's so a part of my life. I mean, just look at my background and what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. Sake, you know, <laughs> you know, with that being the case, People who love Marvel don't necessarily love Star Wars, so it's a good chance for people to say, ooh, new Marvel show. Oh, that's done? Let me check out the Star Wars show. And I think that's something that Disney may be banking on. And I think we've talked about that on Mando Talk before. I think so. Sometimes those things help, and they complement each other, and I don't see it as a competition. I see it as a complementary kind of relationship, Mm. if that makes makes any sense. Yeah, I think they're getting to that point. They're getting to the point where it's more of a team thing, and and we're bringing in all the views, Disney+. Plus. We're trying to be the biggest and the baddest and i think they're certainly heading that way but regardless 
Hopefully we get answers tomorrow as far as Andor's specific release date, but we do have this report that we know it's going to be coming in between the months of July and September. And BA again is in the chat. He says, hope all is well, guys. DJ Star Wars knowledge earned him that spot. Keep up the good work, DJ. There you go. Shout out to you. Uh, I'll say thank you, but it's a humble thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's weird. I've never been thanked for having Star Wars knowledge. That's first. (laughs) Hey, people, people out there appreciate you, man. You got it. Time will tell. (laughs) Okay. Our final news piece isn't necessarily news. It's one of those rumors, but before like all this Andor stuff and the Chloe Zhao and the rogue squadron came out and Disney plus day, obviously tomorrow, there was a big rumor report that came online about a, and honestly, at this point, I don't know if it's like Old Republic or High Republic. I feel like it keeps switching. Like people are talking about it being an Old Republic film. People are also talking about it being a High Republic film. But regardless, there is a rumor, and it was on Star Wars Newsnet is where I saw it, that a Old Republic film would be taking the place of that Rogue Squadron slot. What do you think of this rumor, DJ? Because honestly, other than me just saying, yeah, that's cool. I just hope they don't rush it is really my analysis of this rumor. Right. I don't really have anything else to say, so I'll pass it to you, DJ. (laughs) I've gone back and forth quite a bit on this particular subject um, because, you know, there is there is definitely a clear difference between the High Republic and the Old Republic. The Old Republic is several several hundred years before phantom menace whereas the high republic is only 200 years before phantom menace so um and i actually have um i actually have three high republic novels right here with me um and i'll just refer to them really quickly i'm about to start reading the rising storm by Kevin scott i'm expecting it to be good one of the great things about the disney era um publishing is that they always tell you where these books kind of coincide in a timeline somewhere at the front of the book and I'm looking at it right now. So High Republic, we've got Light of the Jedi, The Rising Storm, and then Into the Dark. And then, you know, it kind of jumps ahead there. So it, as far as that goes, we just need to make sure we understand that there is a difference between these and that it is, you know, not the same thing. And I think that's something that they've painstakingly worked through at, at Star Wars and Lucasfilm with, with all those folks over there. So with that being said, you know, this, I think they do connect somehow and that's why i brought out the book because i i personally think that acolyte is going to have a lot to do with um high republic i think that acolyte's going to take place just right there at the end of these high republic novels which after having considered and thought through that i think that that is um 100 something they're doing another book i have here with me is darth plagueis mm-hmm. i am about 150 pages in I'm in chapter 11, I believe, and back on page 72-ish, I believe I sent those to Caleb the other day, um, there is a moment in page 70 to 73 in that book where uh, it's very obvious that Darth Plagueis references something that happened several hundred years before this particular moment in this book. Darth Plagueis takes uh, place 36 years before Phantom Menace, I think, is what I, no, 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 62 years before Phantom Menace. So now I know I'm getting really detailed. Okay. I have a point. I'm getting to it. All right. With all of that being said, 
I think all of these Legends books that are becoming essential Legends collections, including Darth Plagueis, they just announced last week, High Republic gearing up for these insanely big things. I think all of this connects to a potential movie that will also connect to the old Republic. Um, I think that Disney is willing to put their eggs in a basket that draws a through line from the old Republic to the high Republic. Um, And I honestly would like to even go a step further and say that this was something that the Benioff and Weiss guys were supposed to be working on back in the day. And I still, no one's ever said something contrary to that. I've stuck to that um, personally. So as far as this rumor goes with the old Republic taking the place of Rogue Squadron, it seems quick because as we talked about earlier, Patty Jenkins, you know, has been working on this thing since 2020 mm-hmm. and to just say, okay, let's put that on hold. And now let's just rush this other project or move this other project up. Who knows if that's what they're going to work on. Sure. It seems a little out there, but at the same time, project luminous has been in the works for a long time as well. I, yeah. like I said, I think Benioff and Weiss were supposed to be those guys. It's very possible that Disney was like, you know what? We have a story. We have a script. We we can get a director in here who's ready to go. Let's just make it happen. And I think that those two things will connect. Now, I'm probably wrong. You know, I mean, I've, I've probably just thrown out the tinfoil hat pretty hard because <laughs> I did just reference like four books. Okay. Right, 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 I, right. I could have referenced five if I'd thrown in Master and Apprentice. But, mm-hmm. you know, all that to say. That's where I think it's going, you know, and until we have more news, I don't really have anything else I could say, you know, about it. Yeah. What what do you think? Well, I'm just I'm trying to take the Star Wars helmet off for this. And I I like I like that you got detailed and and to add further thought to this conversation. I'm going to kind of take a step back and think non Star Wars fan. Someone if you're if <laughs> if you're a filmmaker, obviously I'm a Star Wars fan. Don't don't get it twisted, guys. I love everything that DJ just said. Again, this is just to you know have a conversation about it. If you're just a film watcher and you get news of this movie that's connecting to all of these novels, are you really going to get invested? Are you Maybe. really going to get in, no no no? I'm talking about non Star Wars oh, diehards. Okay. Are you fair. really going to go and get invested? to a old Republic slash high Republic film that you have to know about all of these novels and things to fully appreciate. That's my only thing is again, taking that star Wars helmet off, taking that off. That's the only reason why I'm saying that again, I'm right there with you, DJ. I like all of that. I love all of that, but I'm again, just, just to have that conversation. What's your counterpoint? Maybe this is more of a counter argument. Okay, there you go. Caleb, have you read every single Game of Thrones? Absolutely not. Yes. Let's go. You did it. So I'm, back. I'm on board. I'm on board. So why why would it matter? Okay, well, I guess my question then is because Game of no. Thrones is a direct telling of those novels. So is Lord of the Rings. Is the know? right, right, right. Is the old republic film gonna be a direct telling of those novels, or is it something that you have to know about the novels to understand the story? I don't think. If it's if it's purely an old Republic movie, uh-huh. it's not that hard to just adapt the story. Sure. You know, I don't think it is. You know, we, we've had other video game movies that have come around and they absolutely sucked. But this is Star Wars. This is different. Right. You know? Right. We can't you can't 
well, apparently you can let Star Wars suck, um, but according to some, but you really can't. And and when you do let Star Wars not do well, you know, uh-huh. people get really vocal about it. And so, especially in shoot, we BA, hello, back to you in the chat. I mean, we we know how people react to certain films of Star Wars, and we don't even have to throw just people like BA under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he he's used to it. <laughs> uh, we could throw we could throw those prequel haters under the bus as well. You know, mm-hmm. those people who berated Jake Lloyd and nearly caused Ahmed Best to end his own life. I mean, I know I got real really quick, but you know, there's a lot of haters out there, and I, I don't think that this is one of those things that um, really needs to be concerned. We need to be concerned with sure. as far as is it going to be a direct thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably not, you know? Yeah. I don't think that Lucasfilm is in the business of doing that necessarily. Yeah. And so, and I, I, they've never been in the business of doing that. They don't, mm-hmm. they have obviously no problem with their material being adapted into TV shows, sure. books, video games, et cetera. Yeah. That's it's not just Star Wars. That's Indiana Jones as well. Yeah. It's just flip-flopped because, you know, usually with Star Wars in the past, it's been the film comes first and these novels further tell the story of the film. Yeah. This is just one of those rare circumstance circumstances that we've come to in the franchise where we've got these novels mm-hmm. that they or video games that they could now then adapt to film. It, it's just the opposite well, way and something that's new it, and something that's very exciting. Honestly, yeah, I don't think it needs to be like you said, a direct telling uh-huh. of, of those stories in a, uh, a film aspect. I don't think that needs to be the case. You know, sure. I, I think it very easily could be something where it's like we've got Darth Revan. We've got uh, that's the only character I actually know from Old Republic because I did not. I've said this before on the show. I was never an Old Republic person. Now, I enjoy it for the sake of others. Okay, I'm yeah, glad that everybody yeah. else loves it, and I think it's fantastic that you love those things. I hope for you that it gets adapted and brought into film. You know, um, but back to what you know we were saying just a minute ago. Is it going to be one of those direct things? Mm-hmm. probably not is it okay. still exciting regardless of what happens I've, I've already said today anything star wars news is good news you good know news. and good it, soup. It, it doesn't good soup it doesn't matter to me so yeah i agree whether whether or not and i say it doesn't matter to me let me let me be clear about that i mean i don't care one way or the other if it is a direct telling or if it's brand new content i'm excited regardless there you go okay um, no, i like that yeah I but just I wanted to have that conversation. And again, I agree no, with you. Yeah. I was just yeah. playing, you know, that the other side of it and just wanted to see kind of where that. that went. But you still did say that, you, you know, you mentioned how will people get into these books because of these movies or vice versa? Mm-hmm, Do you mm-hmm. need to know the character before you get into, you know, the story. People didn't know who Padme Amidala was, you know, people didn't know who Qui-Gon Jinn was or Mace Windu. But you right. know what? By the time 2005 rolled around, we were invested. You know, 100%. It doesn't matter. 100%. It, I don't think it actually really matters that much. So it doesn't matter if um, Avar Chris or Loden Great Storm are adapted into a film because people are going to say, that's a freaking cool name. Loden Great Storm? Are you kidding me? Who is that? You know, yeah. and next thing you know, you've got a guy running around with it's a Twi'lek, you know, being played by a hopefully a great actor Mm -hmm. getting out there and doing some hardcore stuff with the lightsaber i mean 
That's just one. Cool. That's that's High Republic, by the way. And uh, Old Republic. Right, right, right. Throw whoever you want in as Darth Revan. The popular one's Keanu Reeves. All right. <laughs> I don't think he would do Star Wars personally, but no. throw him in there and he goes he goes ham and he does his thing, goes full. Uh, What is it? John Wick in Star Wars with a lightsaber yeah. would be dope. But it to me, it's all good. It's all good. You know me. I'm just like I'm the sponge, as I said at the beginning of the show. I'm soaking it up. I'm ready to be wrung out so we can continue to share in all the fun Star Wars things. And, Definitely. And Definitely. Well, I'm excited for it. Nonetheless, I I would love to see. We I've always wanted to see like an old Republic thing because that probably lends itself to a lot of lightsabers, and uh, I really love lightsabers. Who There's doesn't? Nothing wrong with lightsabers. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. There was something that I was thinking of as you were talking, but I completely forgot about it. But oh well, have, that's fine. I have that effect on people. That's fine. No, 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 no. But only because <laughs> only because you're telling such great points that you know I'm just following with you, and then I just get lost with it all, and then I'm I'm just here, you know. <laughs> oh well, I, I I'm barely here. You mentioned you mentioned director. They had a director on deck. Do you have any predictions with that? A director on deck for like you said. If if this was gonna come out and take that rogue squadron slot, obviously they would have a director that's in store. Then, do you have a personal opinion on that? Yeah. yeah. Who is it? Let's hear it. Come on, <laughs> George Lucas. No, I'm kidding. It's not George Lucas. Um, that'd be cool. No, um, I think it's Ryan Johnson. I'm just gonna be honest. Um, you know, if it's not him, it's Taika. And yeah, I don't think it's Taika. I don't think it's Taika. And He's the only other director that I'm aware of that's been tied to a potential future Star Wars project. Uh, not just project, trilogy, you know. Kathy Kennedy was, I think, either, you know, inebriated or high when she said that at Star Wars Celebration. Just going to be real honest. But she probably should not have just full-on said. Committed to and, that. And Ryan Johnson trilogy, 20-whatever. You know, I don't think well, that she should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> But I still think that the most potential director right now um, is Ryan Johnson. And until otherwise disproven, mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and and I, I, I hang my head in shame a little bit because I know how many people are going to see this and watch this and be like or listen to this and think, wow, that how, terrible scum. That how terrible dare scum you? Dude. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I'll just take it a step further. Just earlier this morning. I retweeted something that was pro Brie Larson in Star Wars. So, oh, that's a mistake. That's so, a mistake. So come at me, fanboys. I don't care. You know? No, I'm, yeah, that's I, I'm not saying that's a mistake. I don't care either way. I think whoever they they bring in, I'm saying like it's a mistake to retweet it because then all, all of a sudden all these people are going to come at you for, for no reason. Let them let them. <laughs> I got this. There you go. I've got All arguments right. loaded. I've got like <laughs> a utility belt, like Batman, just ready with, oh, yeah, well, here's this. Oh, yeah, well, here's that. I got, I'm ready to go. Batarang them with some Star Wars knowledge real fast. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, it's one of those instances where I don't really have, like I said, when I introduced the news piece, I think it's great. I think it's exciting. Uh, right now, it's just a rumor that we do not know for 100%. But if it is true, then yeah, that very first news piece that we touched on of it saying of Hollywood reporters saying that Rogue Squadron hadn't moved yet. If this rumor is true, Rogue Squadron is moving then, and we're not getting Rogue Squadron in 2023 like we originally thought. So we'll see. Oh, I finally remembered. Yes. What I thought Say of. It. Say it. 
there was an interview that Kathleen Kennedy was doing on a car, a red carpet or a premiere at some point. And the person asked her, like, do you have any plans to ever have an old Republic film or something along those lines? And this was back when the Benioff and Weiss thing was getting developed. And she was I've like, this interview. Yeah. And she was she, she kind of stumbled over her words at first, like she because she knew something was in the works, but she didn't want to say it. But then it, she right. just came to the realization that she already kind of sp spilled the beans. And she said, yes, an old Republic story is in production or it's in development or she it's a story that, that we're messing with something along those she, lines. Yeah, she said it, something she along said, those lines. She never said in production or development, but she right. was saying we are always revisiting these yes. kinds of things. We're always and I actually I don't know. I think when this news dropped earlier this week, I saw that interview resurface. I think it was from like the shoot. It could have been the last Jedi red carpet. It was a while ago. Yeah, it, it was kind of dropped. So all that to say, I'm I'm with you on that. If uh -huh. she's, I, I want that to happen, you know, and the more we get confirmation from the president of Lucasfilm, right. whoever he or she may eventually be, mm -hmm. it's fine with me. You know, it makes all the sense in the world to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm glad we came back to that. Yes. That's, good. That's, I, I think that's a further proof in the pudding. I, I've used that a couple of times today uh, that we're getting this thing eventually. It yes. might not be in 2023 when Rogue Squadron was supposed to come out, but we're eventually going to get some form of Old Republic, High Republic film. We'll see, though. We will see. If you're out there listening, you let us know what you think of this Old Republic, High Republic film rumor, whatever it is. We don't know which one it is, but regardless, it's going to be one of the Republics. Uh, let us know what you think of it. One of the Republics. All right. <laughs> There's so many Republics. There's so many. Galactic Republic, New Republic, High Republic. Old Republic, silly new, Republic. Yeah, the, the new, did you say? <laughs> did you cover the New Republic? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, Old Republic, High Republic, the New Republic, and then there's just a flat out Republic. Yeah, <laughs> that's four Goodness. republics. What are we doing? Goodness, way too many. Wait, and actually, no, I love it. I love the continuity. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. That is the Star Wars news of the week. So we've covered everything that we want to talk about here on this week's episode of Mando Talk, but Again, to, to let you know, tomorrow is Disney Plus Day. If there are trailers, me and DJ will be doing reactions to said trailers. Those will be exclusively on YouTube over the weekend. But if we get new content on Tuesday, I'm sure we'll talk about it as far as trailers go. Because, again, Tuesdays moving forward are our Star Wars news uh, reports or our episode where we hit all the news we hit the rumors we hit the speculation all that stuff on a tuesdays at 7 p.m central standard time thursday is when we will do our spoiler reviews of say the book of boba fett uh kenobi andor bad batch season two you name it uh, as those things continue to come out but obviously right now we haven't gotten to that point yet so thursdays until book of boba fett hits will kind of be like a boba fett uh analysis i think we're gearing up for the book of boba fett so we're going to start we, diving we deep into the character those, can we officially call those our boba festivities boba festivities i, just, I like it I've, I've i like it the other day and i was like i want to call it our boba festivities so bad boba festivities it's our boba festivities yeah you know what let's just make that official we'll start our boba how do you say it again Boba festivities. <laughs> Boba festivities. We'll start that next Thursday. We'll start that next Thursday where we'll dive deep into that character. And it's probably going to entail the Disney Plus Day special 
as well as potentially a chapter nine of the Mandalorian revisit. And what we're going to do is connect to see, you know, what can we pull from that that could be further explored in the book of Boba Fett? Obviously, in that first in, in chapter nine, all we get is the reveal that he's still there. But I think me and DJ have proven in the past that we can dive deep into a little uh, hood taking off or turning around or whatever. We will find stuff to say about Boba Fett from that one shot. Absolutely. There's so much in that one shot. I mean, it's I think that the Boba Fett book of Boba Fett trailer helped us with that shot a ton personally. Yeah. All right. So, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Tuesday again, we're hitting news. So we'll be there. We'll be here on all airstreams, platforms. Doesn't matter. Uh, DJ, thank you for being here yet again this week. Uh, any final things you would like to say to our lovely audience? No. Good. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, we can't wait to see you again. And again, Tuesday, Thursday, all Star Wars on every platform. We can't wait to do it. All right. Let's get out of here. We hope you have a blessed day, blessed week, blessed weekend, a blessed Disney Plus day. Enjoy that celebration. And as always, we have spoken. <laughs>